You are listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. This is a podcast dedicated to self-improvement, self-discovery, living your best life, and managing your money. I'm your host, Ella, and I hope you enjoy listening today. Hey, hey, and welcome back to For Better Self and Net Worth. Thank you again for joining me today. I hope you enjoy what I'm going to share with you as much as I enjoyed learning about it. I did a survey on my Instagram. I have over a thousand people on my Instagram family, and I was curious at what everyone's favorite thing to spend more money on is. What is the one thing you don't budge on? I always ask that when I have guests on the podcast. So I reached out to some of my listeners and some of my friends on Instagram and asked them what is the one thing that they're always going to splurge on. And the answers I got were really, some of them I agreed with. Some of them were things that I honestly would always splurge on, and some of them were a little bit surprising, but I cannot wait to share that with you guys. Before I get further into that, I want to talk about the book of the week, and the book of the week that I want to feature is called Get Rich Lucky Bitch. It is by Denise Duffield Thomas, and the subtitle of this book is Release Your Money Blocks and Live a First Class Life. Hence why I asked about the splurging. And some of the biggest takeaways I got from this book is you can always earn more money. It's always going to start with the mindset. You probably earn more money than you realize that you earn. No matter what your financial situation looks like, your wealth mindset is a practice, just like a yoga practice, a medical practice, a veterinary practice, any kind of practice, it's something that you're always going to be working on. So the mindset around money is a practice that you should be working on every single day. And this book may help you tweak and evolve more as far as your money mindset goes. And talks about basically your brain and your thoughts. They are actually going to overall affect your financial situation. She talks about emotional freedom technique, tapping, which I found super interesting, but I can definitely see that as it helps with your mindset. I personally had to do EFT tapping a few minutes ago because I had to drive for five hours today in the rain, and I witnessed two traumatic car accidents. One happened right in front of me, almost crashed into my car. So I had to wait for the state trooper to get there and get the information. Thankfully, I wasn't affected. And the one person I know involved in that accident was okay. But as much as I drive, seeing a car accident is always traumatic for me. So EFT tapping, it's emotional freedom technique. You can tap into a lot of things. She talks specifically talk about talking into your money thoughts. I tap into my anxiety. It's something I struggle with is having anxiety, always getting really anxious, even as a podcaster. And I'm telling you guys this to be human, but EFT tapping is something she talks about a lot in the book. She talks about forgiveness work. That at first you think, okay, what is forgiveness? What does my personal drama have to do with money? Well, since mindset is the foundation of your wealth, Some of your grievances in the past could be getting in your way. So doing the forgiveness work is important. And this book ultimately is giving you permission, no matter what your financial situation is, to live luxuriously. And that is what we're going to talk about on today's show. 
So how would splurging on something, spending more than projecting, feeling not budgeting on something, help you with your overall budgeting goals? Here's my answer. You've got to start budgeting with a goal in mind. If you're not budgeting towards something positive, you're not going to enjoy budgeting. Budgeting is not meant to be restricting. Instead, it is a tool to empower you to live your best life with what you have. I started the podcast, many of you know, this used to be called Budget Babe. And as I got through the podcast, I really wanted it to be more of a mindset podcast, an empowerment podcast, and a wealth building podcast, hence the new name for Better Self and Net Worth. Instead of a budgeting podcast, one, there's so many podcasts out there with the word budget in it. There's a lot to choose from. Many of them are wonderful podcasts. I've heard them myself. I like to kind of take notes and compare how I deliver my message versus how everyone delivers a message. We all deliver similar messages. We just have different hacks, different methods, and how we get to the goals that we have. And the other thing is people hear the word budgeting and they cringe. They think budgeting means restrictive. They hear budgeting, they think it's a punishment for not having enough money in their bank accounts. They hate budgeting because it just makes them feel restrictive. But when you think about what you're budgeting for, that actually makes budgeting fun. It makes it a tool of basically giving you the permission to spend money and how you're going to spend it and how you're going to allocate it. Therefore, I asked many of you on my Instagram, my Instagram family, of what you splurged on, what you just will buy. You'll buy the best out there regardless of how much it's going to cost you. So the first and the most popular, it's no surprise since I have a lot of other podcasters on my Instagram page at Economic, and that is technology, computer, and recording equipment. You always want, especially if you are like me and you're some kind of artist that wants to put your creations into the world, you want to do so with the best equipment. I bought this Blue Yeti X. I have a MacBook Pro. They still don't work together, but guess what? I found a way to still deliver the message to you guys. I also think with phones, you want a great camera on it. If you're a photographer, of course, you're going to buy a better professional camera. But technology is something that we're consistently relying on. So it's always best to have the latest, the greatest, the latest software and something that constantly works. I'm a huge fan of LG appliances and televisions, along with Samsung mobile devices, the reason being is because they last forever. My Samsung phones, I get a lot of haters for being a Galaxy girl, but my Samsung phones last three or four years as opposed to the iPhones and iPads that I have. I'm not trying to diss, but they start freezing within a couple years because I have to buy the one with more memory. I have to go step up. Samsung, I don't have to do that. They work effortlessly over time. And that's just my personal preference. Samsung does not sponsor me, but if they wanted to, I'd totally be down. So then again, okay, my indie podcast community, we love talking about what we're buying for our podcast, whether it's soundboards, whether it's a new computer, whether it's a microphone, whether it's recording software, we want to deliver the best for you guys. And that's why we invest into it. The second biggest splurge item for the answers that I got, it was vacation experiences slash concerts. 
overall experiences, but that can be a vacation. That can be a concert. I live in Nashville. I can go to a concert every weekend. That could be dining out at a nice restaurant. The consensus is we want to invest more into experiences, things that we remember. As far as saving money on vacation, a couple of hacks that I use. I love the app Hopper. I have booked several flights to Raleigh, North Carolina, to Orlando, Florida. I've booked to Dallas, Texas, many places to see family for less than $200 round trip. And that's just planning in advance, knowing when they do their fire cells. Also booking on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Star Time. Some reason, if you book at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesdays, the rates are always the lowest. Just keep that in mind. Continue to Google when those rates are going to be lower. But that is what I'm finding recently. I also see a lot of really cool travel packages on TravelZoo and Groupon. They give you a place to stay, things to do, usually all-inclusive resorts, including food. And there's some packages around $800 going to Portugal, Spain. I saw that the other day. I saw a yoga retreat for $600. I mean, there's so many different trip packages. You just kind of have to have an open mind of what you want to do and explore. But you can find good travel packages on Groupon. And if you are booking a hotel or Airbnb, the best time to book is six days in advance. If you're anything like me, you're going to book way, way, way farther in advance that way. I don't recommend with hotels and airlines going with the credit cards or the points. Now, I do have Southwest points, but I refuse to get the credit card just because a credit card the idea of it is to spend more money to get more points. I would rather just be able to have the option to delegate money that I already have towards a flight instead of paying for it with credit card points. That's just to gain loyalty. I'm also a Hilton Honors member, but the Hilton points come through work travel. Hilton Honors points can also be converted to cash on Amazon. One Hilton night stay is $5 on Amazon. It can really add up or it can add up to free hotel stays. But usually when I'm traveling for fun, I stay, I did stay at NBC Suites one time when I went to Boston, but if I'm traveling for fun, I'm usually staying at an Airbnb or I've got friends in a lot of different cities that I can just stay with them. So that's really not a huge factor for me, but those are just some things to consider when traveling. It can be done without breaking your bank. In fact, my friend Tina, she just started a travel blog and I cannot wait to have her on the podcast to talk about her hacks around traveling because she travels constantly, almost once a month going to different places. And the more that I travel, the more I realize that traveling is a great way to become a better version of yourself. Traveling encourages you to be brave. It encourages you to talk to people you've never talked to before, even learn a new language, depending on where you travel to and the experiences you get with traveling. With concerts, I book concerts in advance and usually the tickets go up. I think sometimes I could wait for the prices to go down, but when I go to concerts, if I'm paying for a concert, it's going to be someone I really want to see, such as Dave Matthews, Eric Clapton. I'm a old, old soul when it comes to my music. Nashville, if you love country music, which I do like country music, I can see almost any band at some point for $30 or less, whether they're at Ascend. Many, many artists will do free concerts where you pay a small fee to go and it goes towards a benefit. Anyways, I can go to a concert, just take an Uber, 
get to a concert anytime I like, and some of the live music at Kid Rock's Ass Kick and Honky Tonk and Jason Aldean's Bar. They sound just like the real artists. It's almost hard to believe that I'm not at a concert while eating a nice meal and drinking a beer. So that is what tips I have on experiences, but I totally get wanting to spend more money on vacation experiences because those are things that you remember. The stuff usually turns into clutter. So the things that you buy that stay in your home, that eventually turns into clutter. The experiences you kind of hold in your heart and your brain forever. Number three, I am 500% behind this. You may already be able to guess what the investment is, and that is spending lots of money on pets. Obviously, I am a huge animal lover. In my family, we treat animals like royalty, and I think about this. I think about Olive Garden had a slogan years back. It said, when you're here, your family what we would say to a pet with the last name kid, we I would say to them, when you're a kid, K-I-D-D, you are royalty. We love our animals. We only feed them holistic dog and cat food, science diet, cat food. We have great relationships with our veterinarians. We get them the right medicine they need when they need it. We get them the nicest toys. I know my sister-in-law has a bark box for her dogs, where it's basically like a fab fit fun box, but for dogs. My mom, whenever she watches my cat, she loves to spoil him, give him treats. She fixes him fresh chicken mixed with peas. She also has time for him on the screened-in porch. I mean... Again, I totally get, and I'm 100% behind, actually 500%, as I said earlier, behind spooling your pets. Animals love us unconditionally. They're just so happy to be in the presence with us. They deserve nothing less than to live amazing lives. I'm also going to say this, just put it out there. Don't consider adopting or fostering or getting an animal that you're not committed to for at least 20 years for, for their whole lives. So when you get married, you say, till death do us part. When you get an animal, till death do you part. Do not surrender an animal. It's traumatic. I truly do believe just watching their behaviors that they really do get emotionally attached to us. We may not change the world by adopting a dog or a cat, but we are changing their entire world. I can't stress this enough. If you get an animal, be willing to invest into your pet. When I get into three and four, it is worth mentioning that 95% of my listeners identify as female. So what's up, girl gang, lady bosses? For the 5% of you listening that are men, thank you so much for your support, and I hope you are getting amazing value from the show as well. So with four and five, it's going to be no surprise. Number four falls into cosmetics, makeup, nails, skincare, tattoos, facials, all the, all the self-care, pampering items, all the things based on appearance. I mean, as a woman or as a man anyways, you're always going to want to walk into a situation with the best version of yourself, and that's going to include aesthetics. So your favorite foundation, you may be paying about $40 or more for a bottle of it because you want something that's not going to melt off. I'm a big sunscreen person. I love a mineral sunscreen that doesn't have the parabens in it. That's not on the, there was a list now that a couple of the drugstore brands had cancer causing ingredients in it. 
I don't use any of those. I use Super Goop. It's a great foundation. It goes on lightweight, invisible, all the things, but I'm a big fan of sunscreen. I'm a big fan of medical grade skincare. My best friend is an esthetician and she has all the information of what you need to be doing to keep your skin as youthful as possible for as long as you can. A couple other people answered this question. I think it falls under the cosmetics umbrella is tattoos. People love tattoos. It's kind of a collection. It's a good way to express yourself. I personally don't have any permanent tattoos yet. That is because I have a needle phobia. The nurse literally had to sit on me when she gave me the second shot of the COVID vaccine. I've got a phobia of needles. It's weird. I know that. But that's the reason I don't have any tattoos or any other piercings other than my two ears. We went ahead. We covered skincare. Skincare was on that list. Really any kind of makeup. My mom used to tell me that makeup was something that you get what you pay for. She's a huge fan of Estee Lauder. I personally love the Too Faced brand. I love Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E Medics. I love their stuff because it is mostly natural and high quality. The only thing is you have to buy it on Thrive Cosmetics website. You can't get it at Ulta or anywhere that you can just stop by. You obviously can't get it at the drugstore. I do think it's worth the investment though. Another thing is shampoo. A lot of shampoos over the counter have, well, they have a lot of sulfates in it. The same stuff you clean your floor with are in some of these shampoos. And I had this adventure with dry shampoo. I talked about it on another episode about beauty products and it actually had propane. That was the number one ingredient in this dry shampoo. From then on, I have decided that I'm only going to buy Redken or Purology brand shampoos and conditioners because they are from straight from the salon. They're recommended by a lot of hair care professionals, and that is all I'm using this day forward. So the number five answer, most popular answer, was shoes, clothing, purses. We're just going to say clothing and accessories. I can agree on shoes. Because shoes fall apart really quick, especially dress shoes. I've noticed I wear a lot of heels. The back of the heels haven't been known to grind down to the bits when I wear them too long. It's worth buying more expensive shoes up front that are going to wear longer, especially if you're like me. I've got a pair of black heels, nude heels. Those are two that will go with everything and a few other fancy shoes as well. I also agree with that on tennis shoes. I love Nike brand tennis shoes because they're always comfortable and they hold up longer. Again, you're going to pay more on the front end, but you're going to save money in the long run. Purses, I, I love that answer because a lot of women love expensive purses. I have a few purses that I paid a little bit more for. I've got a Coach purse. I've got a couple of Kate Spades, Michael Kors. I think they're great purses. They hold up longer. But more than ever, I'm actually more of a wristlet person. And the reason is I don't like to carry a lot of stuff on me. And if I can fit everything I need from lip gloss, wallet, passport, whatever it is, into a small bag, that's what I'm going to do. I don't want my shoulders to hurt from carrying too much stuff for too long. But I just don't do purses a lot. I, For work, I have... I carry around my iPad and a couple of things that I hand out in the stores, little um, just worksheets that I print off for them. And it's just easier for me to carry everything that is included with my job in a book bag that's got my business cards, lip gloss, even some giveaways that I have for my clients. 
I just carry a book bag most of the time. I did that on Broadway the other day. I had my book bag and I was actually asked to leave a couple places. So just an FYI, don't take a big book bag into a bar. But anyways, I invest into the small purses, so I don't necessarily relate to investing into expensive bags anymore. But if you want to treat yourself to an expensive purse, you're carrying around your purse so often. I can see where that's worth the investment. Shoes, you want shoes that hold up. Clothing, I don't buy a whole lot of clothing. I don't do a lot of clothes shopping, but what I buy is going to hold up for a long time. I love shopping at my friend's boutique, Bella Jack, because I know I'm getting quality items from Bella Jack. I'm getting things that fit all different shapes and sizes. She's also got a huge focus on comfort and items that are made here in the US. If you go to bellajack.com, B-E-L-A-J-A-C-K, use my code. It's C-A-T-Y, cat with a Y on the end, 15. C-A-T-Y, 15. You get 15% off if you see things you like there. I also find a lot of quality things at Old Navy for a great price. I got a sundress, a skirt, flats, masks, and a shirt, a tank top, all for under $50. That included shipping. And they're all things that hold up for a long time. Kohl's does a great job of having quality clothes that don't break the bank as well. But many people love the luxury clothing, the items that make them feel luxurious. I personally don't need a big price tag to feel luxurious, even though I'm going to splurge every now and then. But my purpose is what you're wearing is going to be important in a lot of situations. But the confidence that you have within is always going to be more important. And here are a few things that made the list that I think are worth mentioning because I definitely can get behind. The first one of the honorable mentions is food. One of my best friends said this. She said she always has good foods to snack on, always has something to eat or something to offer. I can agree with this. I am a big fan of food because food is a huge part of the experiences we have in life. And what we put into our bodies affects our everyday performance. I'm all all for eating as healthy as you can. Now we're going to have splurges. I had to eat McDonald's on the way here because I had a long, long drive, but that's going to happen every now and then. But when I eat healthier foods, when I'm eating more fish, more salads with light dressing, less sugar, I've got a sweet tooth like the rest of them. But when I eat less sugar, I perform better. I sleep better. That's going to overall enhance what kind of job I do at my job, what I'm giving energy I'm giving to my friends, what I'm giving to this podcast. So eating healthier is just the obvious way to invest in yourself. It's going to invest into your health. Another one I got, I've gotten this on the show as well, is cars. I had somebody say they always splurge on cars. She also came back and said that they're all used cars, but she loves she travels a lot like I do, so she loves driving something nice on the road. I I don't know about buying the the Dave Ramsey way where they say you buy a beater with cash, drive it off a lot. For me, when you have a lot of car maintenance, that might not be the way. And I always want to drive something new. I like having the luxuries with the air-conditioned seats or having a sunroof, you know, low mileage, all in all, just buying a car that I know is going to be reliable. So I get why somebody would splurge on the car. I have a story to follow up with that later. And collectibles. Now, I grew up collecting Barbie dolls 
because Barbie dolls kind of used to be, they had a Barbie for everything. They had a new millennium Barbie. They had championship Barbie, national, whatever football team won the national championship, they made a Barbie into it. So I have a Florida Gators Barbie from 1996, I do believe. 1996. I have to go back and look at it. I have a Jeff Gordon Barbie because I grew up in Bristol, Tennessee, the town of NASCAR. I have a Titanic Barbie because that was a super popular movie growing up. I had the holiday Barbies for every Christmas year. There was a Barbie for the holidays and for that year. And that Barbie would recommend or represent the trend that was going on that current year. So that used to be what I collected. To be perfectly honest with you, they're kind of sitting in an attic right now. I have them in a box. I have them protected. I don't have them on a display case right now just because I've gotten into a huge anti-clutter kick. I only have the things that I need and use in my house. I love the extra space. I've learned about how clutter affects your mindset. So I don't like to have the extra clutter, but I did collect Barbie. So I understand collectibles. Just don't let your collectibles take ownership of you. And yeah, that was the last one. So food, collectibles, and cars, those were the honorable mentions. They didn't get the most votes, but they were close enough. So I wanted to talk about that. And before I tell you of the things that I personally think you should be splurging are, let's hear a word from my sponsor, Anchor. Ah, here it comes. The girl that once told you what to save money on or known for budgeting is going to tell you the things that I think you should maybe spend a little bit more money on. The answers may or may not surprise you, but we'll go ahead and get into the first one. The first thing that I suggest spending more money on or being more mindful how you invest into is insurance. That's going to include all kinds of insurance. That's going to include your home insurance, your auto insurance, health insurance, dental insurance, and even your electronics as far as I say electronics go, anything that's going to cost four or five figures, they are worth insuring. Obvious reasons why you should invest into your home. Uh, in Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, we have a lot of tornadoes. We have a lot of floods. We actually had a flash flood warning today. A lot of car accidents. Really, really scary stuff. But having home insurance is so important. You can bundle that in with your auto insurance. There's even a company in Nashville called Xander Insurance, where they do the research for you and get the rates in, what they recommend you insure with. But when you get any kind of insurance, home insurance, dental insurance, health insurance, and electronics, you need to know what it covers because some of the cheaper rates aren't going to cover as much. Are they going to have an accident forgiveness? Are they going to cover collision? If you total your vehicle, consider all the things before you make a decision on who you're going to insure from. Something that might surprise you is I strongly recommend making the investment in insuring your phone, your iPad, maybe not your watch. You may not need to insure that because that's, you know, usually less than $300. Your computer, you definitely need to get the care on that and know what it covers. I personally love the brand Assurion. They're local here in Nashville. And I used to sell it out with Verizon. One thing I would see a lot, if people come in, their phones got stolen. And Assurion does cover theft. Their phones were at the bottom of the Cumberland River. They shattered their phones. They ran over a phone with a car. These things happen all the time, and it would be a brand new phone. They come in, and they're not insured. 
so I can't do anything about it. What choice do they have than to spend another $1,500 on a new phone? That's what they have to do or go back to their old phone. I always keep an extra phone on hand, but I just can't stress enough. It's important if you carry your phone around you 24-7, your laptop, your iPad, it's worth having the insurance. I've only had to do a claim maybe four or five times during the whole 10 years, 10 plus years that I've had my own cell phone plan, but it's completely worth it. I would definitely look at what your insurance you're getting though, because not all insurance coverage is just like home health. They're not all created equal. I know one time I got the insurance that Best Buy offers and it only covered damages. It didn't cover loss or theft. And loss or theft are getting, you know, unfortunately it is important to have that kind of coverage in case you drop it in the river or in case somebody stole your phone. I know Assurian has a feature where somebody stole my phone, they can just turn that phone off, make it useless, and then activate my new one. I think that is totally worth it. I also learned something with my company's dental insurance. I was talking to you guys about having learning that in my 30s, learning that I needed to straighten my teeth because my teeth have been straight my whole life. I swear, I really wanted braces as a preteen so bad and I never needed them. My teeth were straight according to my dentist. Now I need Invisalign and Invisalign ain't cheap. But I did find out that the next step up in my dental coverage will actually cover orthodontic care. So I have to wait. I'm going to get the upgrade to the next step in my dental care. And that'll cover part of my Invisalign. Just some things to consider. Health insurance. I could probably do better on my health insurance. I've been very fortunate to where I go to the doctor once a year if I can help it. But I can need to look into that. I need to look more into what that covers when I look at the life insurance plans, up to how much it covers when you, my point is when it comes to your insurance, it's, it's not worth going cheap on. You don't want to be stuck in a situation and wish you had done better because insurance, when you pay on it, you don't necessarily like to pay on it, but when you need it, you're glad that you have it. The second kind of goes hand in hand with insurance. And that's something I learned from experience recently is having a warranty or an extended warranty with your phone, you get an extended warranty if you have insurance on it. With a lot of purchases that five cost four or five figures, you can get an extended warranty on that. You want to consider that with TVs, refrigerators, washer dryers, things that you use every single day, things that you depend on. You may want to consider the warranties on that or getting an extended warranty in case something were to go wrong with the device that you purchased. I we talked about having a story around cars today. I had an experience personally where all of a sudden the air conditioning went out on my Mustang and not just the air conditioning that a typical use. It's the air conditioning in my seats. I need all the air conditioning I can when there's a hundred degree weather. And when I found out the air conditioning was out, I was just, I was bummed. I, I was like, how much am I going to spend? I was planning out for $1,200 to spend with the repairs, just based on past experiences. Well, I took it to CarMax, and when I bought my car, I got the warranty and included RepairPal. Well, my bill, had I not had the warranty, my bill would have been 1080, 
$1,080.79 on top of that. Just to add into the, just to add to it. Well, my bill was actually $150 thanks to the warranty. So again, you get a warranty the same reason you get insurance and sometimes insurance extends the warranty. Just look into that. The third thing that I recommend investing into is your sleep. That's going to include your mattress, possibly an adjustable base, pillows, got to have pillows for 25% of your comfort, cooling sheets, how do you sleep, what's going to help you sleep better. If you want to put some essential oils, diffuse some lavender oil beside your bed before you sleep, you definitely want to get a good night's sleep. The same reason you want to eat healthy because it's going to affect how you perform during the day when you're going out and making your money. I just, I've learned too that a better night's sleep is, well, I'm seeing some studies on it and I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to go into detail, but there's studies around a better night's sleep being able to prevent some really, really dramatic, traumatic terminal illnesses. So look into that. But I want to say this, when you are looking at a mattress, I don't necessarily recommend the mattress you sleep on be a $200 deal on Amazon, maybe for a guest bed. But when looking at a mattress, it's worth going to mattress store, trying out the mattress, finding your favorite mattress, finding your favorite pillow, maybe considering the base that you put it onto. An adjustable base actually helps with a lot of things. It helps with snoring. It helps with me personally being able to sleep on my back because sleeping on the back is the optimal way to get a good night's sleep. Getting the right sheets. You spend a third of your life in your bed. It is just completely worth investing into. If you are somebody that is buying a bed in the box that you got on sale at Target, my heart is seriously breaking for you. (laughs) And my back is probably aching for you too, because you don't want to go walking around life in a lot of chronic pain. And a lot of that can be solved by a good night's sleep. But since you are spending a third of your life in bed, you deserve the best bed that you can get. Therefore, I stand by what I said about my third thing that you should spend more money on, and that being your sleep. Number four, this is a personal experience for me, and this is holistic wellness assets. This can be your gym membership. This could be acupuncture. This could be getting massages, something that just makes you feel better. I'm going to try acupuncture for the first time in a couple of weeks, and I'm so excited about it from everything that I've heard about acupuncture. The microneedling, I love going to Nashville float and doing the one-hour float. It's just a great way to clear my mind and kind of step out, just feeling like a new person. But just overall, it was an answer on the on the Instagram poll too, it said, invest in yourself. So overall, you want to invest in yourself, and the way that you do that is going to be something that makes you feel better and glad that you did that. Again, it could be a massage. It could be getting acupuncture. It could be yoga retreat, something that's going to make you feel refreshed when you walk out of that. And number five, this comes from something my friend's dad once told us. And he said, you have to love where you live. And that really resonated with me because I moved to Nashville from a smaller town. I knew growing up I wanted to live in a bigger metropolitan city. I set my goals really, really high when I said New York City or Atlanta. 
Atlanta may have been a good fit for me, but New York City is a bit fast-paced from what I was used to in East Tennessee. So Nashville ended up being the perfect city for me. It has anything and everything I want to experience in my backyard. It's got an amazing food scene. My community in Nashville has been extremely, just nothing short of spectacular. It has just been the best fit for me. Therefore, I'm willing to pay, you know, a little bit more than I want to in rent. However, it is completely worth it when I consider the house that I have. I have a three-bedroom house that I don't really have a lot of responsibilities around. So if my HVAC goes out, that happened twice. Somebody comes and fixes it. My sink is clogged. Somebody comes and fixes it, being a renter. And it's in a location where I'm close to a lot of trails, nature. I can walk to the lake from it, but it's also only 10 minutes from downtown. I pay $1,400 a month. Again, that's more than I'd like to be spending on rent, but guess what? It's totally worth it for me because I live in an amazing city. I don't have to travel or go somewhere, stay in a hotel overnight just to go to a concert. There's so many people here my age and the same lifestyle as me and just the overall energy that comes with living in a city versus what you'd experience living in the outskirts. It's just completely different. And some people would prefer a more simple life, a rural life. I love the city life and it's totally worth me living here. With that being said, when you're buying a house, an apartment, or deciding on where to live, make sure that place is the place for you. It's a great fit for you. Make sure you love your home because you're going to spend most of your time in your home, a third of your life in your bed. Like I said earlier, you'll spend a lot of time here. You'll be having meals here. You're probably with your spouse there. There's going to be a lot of memories created right inside the walls of your home. So make sure you love the home that you live in. When you're looking to buy a house, work with the right realtor, make sure they know what your wants and needs are, and just make sure that you have your home space decorated in a way that is comforting to you. And there, there I have it. You got to love where you live. So that's, that's what I have for today. Uh, you want to spend more money on insurance, your warranty, your sleep, holistic wellness, and your home. And then I reviewed with you guys some of the things that you all told me that you like to spend more money on and things that I agree with. And again, when you start with the splurge in mind, when you look at what's going to make you happy, it's going to make your budgeting practice a lot easier. I promise you that. Thank you guys so much again for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Feel free to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't already, connect with me on Instagram at Ella Konomic. It's just the name Ella, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the community and have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening to For Better Self and Net Worth, an independent podcast. If you enjoy the show, please feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Amazon and help me get the word out. Help support the show and also feel free to connect with me on Instagram. My handle is Eloconomic or check out the For Better Self and Net Worth webpage. It's www.forbetterselfandnetworth.com. I look forward to connecting with you guys and sharing more value. And again, I cannot thank you enough for supporting my podcast.